What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Halftime Snacks podcast. This show features short interviews that you can listen during the halftime of your favorite sports events. Every Tuesday, I host fun conversations with talented people in the sports industry, where we'll learn from their stories, knowledge, and experiences. So go grab your favorite snack and come snack with us. Are you ready? Let's go. up on today's halftime snacks from india is an expert in software and product development who's passionate about building solutions for other people he once led the development of a renewable energy platform that helped over 50,000 people and also built a digital product that gave access to educational experiments to high school students today he's the co-founder of homeground a platform that helps grassroots cricket players and coaches with instant analytics, recommendations, and expert feedback on their training sessions. I can assure you guys, this episode will be fun and interesting. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Santosh Vupala. Thank you, Ronald. Thanks for, thanks for having me. It's really excited to be part of the show. Looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for uh, accepting my invitation. I apologize for the whole drama that uh, we had to go through to get you on the show, but I'm so happy that we were able to get you uh, finally. How about we kick it off with a fun icebreaker? I always start it, you know, to get your tongue rolling and get you to speak. So the, the one that I prepared for you is the following. If you could keep in the world either hamburgers or pizza, what would you choose? Uh, I think it would be uh, a, a pizza uh, because it's, it's more uh, the availability is more here back in India. So I think I, I, I go with pizza. Yes. <laughs> oh man, you're gonna leave a lot of Americans with ha without hamburgers. They're gonna be pissed, man. You know. <laughs> but but it, it, I feel like you know those that love pizza will appreciate it. Uh, I'm also I think uh, I think that I would also keep the pizza. So great answer, Santosh. Um, man, it's a pleasure to have you here on the Halftime Snacks, especially with all the work you've done and the, the amount of people that you, you've, you've helped throughout uh, technology. I want to know if there's anything that inspires you. What is it that is about you or, you know, personality traits or things that, you know, moved you in your back in your past to build different solutions, you know, as you mentioned, uh, as, as I mentioned, renewable energy, then educational platform, now sports. So so why are you so motivated by uh, building those solutions? Yeah, thanks, Ronald. I think that's a great question. I mean, uh, I, I think always I, I have an inclination towards building uh, things and, uh, you know, uh, building solutions uh, to a problem. So that's been an inclination. Uh, even when uh, I was uh, having my uh, education Uh, in, in terms of building uh, programs or, or writing code uh, and, and having solutions. Uh, so that, that's, that's the major inclination. And then specifically for sports, I mean, I've been involved in uh, playing cricket for the past 10, 15 years. And, and I've seen that there's a gap uh, of, you know, access to these training analytics or access to a professional coach. So that, that's when, you know, that, that hit me and, you know, I, I wanted to build something there. But, but it took some time to see and uh, evaluate and also do some validation uh, but but always i mean it's, it's been that inclination that that drove me or that that motivated me towards 
you know finding a solution in in a in a field i love uh, you know specifically the the sport of cricket so yeah that that's how it it all started and you know that that keeps us going and you mentioned uh that you you find it super interesting to so solve things through code and through software um i want to maybe talk about that and ask you what is about code or software that uh you really like is it uh the challenge of creativity that challenge you to you know come up with different uh roads and avenues for a specific solution or is it more uh because of the the amount of leverage that it can have uh meaning that you can code something and and you can basically educate a machine to do things for you like what is it about coding and software that uh drives you and gets you really excited I think the one thing that really excites me about code is I mean it's like learning any other language right it's like learning a new language and now you are uh, instructing the computer or the hardware to do things and you're learning that language to build that communication with you and the computer so and and also that leverage that you have which you cannot do yourself and you you know now allowing the uh, computer or the hardware to do it and uh, there are endless possibilities on that as well so there are a lot of things that could not be imagined uh, which are be being done now and uh, you know that that really uh, is excites me about um, you know writing code or you know seeing the, the end product of what uh, this can do so that, that that's the, the most important uh, you know uh, aspect of i think uh, that keeps me going uh, when i'm writing code yeah yeah i remember that i mean i'm a very you know amateur coder and very you know a fan fanatic of just uh coding super simple programs but the day that i realized this that you're mentioning santosh about the leverage is the time that i coded a very very simple bot for twitter that what it what it did it was basically just followed um followed other accounts which might be interested in the content that i was posting uh, and this it did by itself so every you know five minutes it would find another person and we'll follow him and you know it, it's crazy because these are things that probably humans would do you know I, i'll just sit down on my phone and follow i don't know a thousand people but if you actually count that that number of time the number of minutes that would take me to do what machines can do while you you know sleep while you go for a run while you're eating while you're having other conversations like that that's the moment that it really blew my mind the the power of like computers and code and software do you remember your moment where you when you realized the power of how powerful really uh coding is absolutely i think that that's really true ron and i mean uh, that that's the power you have uh, when you write code and you try to build something so the the one the one uh, program or code I, that i remember was when we were building this uh, digital uh, laboratory kind of a thing a remote uh, lab access where you know it it would i mean in the, in the real world it would be where you go to a physical laboratory do your experiments in in high school and then come back and then we wanted to build something uh you know virtual and the, the first piece of code or the first uh, uh tutorial that i wrote i mean that that showed me a lot of possibilities and you know that that uh, helped us you know believe our vision in in basically converting uh that that uh idea into a reality so that's when you know uh we, we thought you know this this would really be something uh that we can work on and then That that gave me that uh, also push to you know uh, keep going and building uh, uh, other things. So yeah, I think that, that I remember that very clearly. That first experiment that we converted uh, and we we got that uh, remote access to it. So that that was really fun. Yeah. 
yeah it's it's crazy how powerful it is i mean there's there's so many different tools uh in leverage like for instance content is one right you can just um you can record one podcast and then this podcast could be listened by millions of people in india or all over the world and it's so it's it's things that you can do one time and then replicate thousands or millions of times so man code is just uh the the most probably the most powerful out of out of the the the, the different types of leverage that are out there um and specifically for home ground what types of technologies uh well first maybe you want to explain super quickly what is home home ground how you guys came up with it um and then explain what types of technology is it leveraging to create the value for the users? Sure. Uh, so, so Homeground with Homeground, uh, we are building a platform that brings uh, professional cricket training and analytics to the grassroots. Um, so the idea is that a majority of players uh, do not have access to professional training. Uh, the reason being it is one is it's expensive. Uh, the current solutions that we have are either they use external hardware or high definition cameras and the, the manual process also lets you do this but at, at a very slow pace and there's a lot of time wasted uh, so that's where we have come in and said we have built a solution which leverages computer vision and ai and uh, then all the user has to do is upload a, a training video or capture a live a training session using your, just a regular tripod mount your smartphone on it and then our, our models look at it and give instant analytics uh, and metrics uh, on these training sessions. So just for instance, right? I mean, in, in cricket, you have different categories. So we we cater to delivery, bowling, batsmen, and wicket-keeping analytics. Uh, so for instance, it, it lets you uh, understand the ball line, length, and speed. So by, by ball line and length, I mean where the ball has pitched. And, uh, you know, it, it, then, it then tells you the uh, insights into how you can leverage these uh, data points and take action on it. Uh, and we're also building a recommendation engine where based on your data points, uh, it recommends the next steps, right? So you can either uh, access cricket drills based on it to improve your strength or, uh, you know, uh, access to a cricket coach. Uh, we are also building that ecosystem where uh, you can access uh, a remote coach somewhere in Australia. If you are from India, you can sit back here and, you know, have their feedback come in on your data points. So that's the essence. I mean, we want um, all a majority of uh, players and coaches get access to uh, professional training. And uh, to the second question you asked, uh, the, the technology. So we are a core computer vision and deep learning uh, uh, model expertise that we have. Uh, and and uh, in, in our uh, platform, uh, the majority of the tech that we use is core computer vision. So, so we look at the video and, and try to understand uh, the, the environment, the patterns, and then come up with these analytics. So yeah, specifically, yes, uh, computer vision and deep learning is, is what we use uh, at core. Uh, that uh, sounds like you you are really taking a step forward in in developing and helping out the, f the next generation of cricket players and grassroots cricket or amateur uh, cricket players. And that's super exciting because you know some of the most like most of the technologies always like think big you know how can we uh help the most professional athletes or get involved with the most you know relevant or popular leagues uh of cricket or other 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 sports in the world right everyone thinks thinks uh on 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 highly on on like high brands and brands that are 
mostly recognizable but i respect that you guys are taking a more you know uh a community-based approach or amateur sport approach which is you know trying to help because it's crazy the the number of players that uh play on amateurs like 99% of the players out there on cricket, right? So it's it's a bigger market uh, in terms of like number of people to serve. Um, so really trying to figure out how we can serve so many people is is you know it's a big challenge. And I think that you're the right man for the for the job, Santosh. Uh, how exactly does this technology makes uh, makes money? How are you planning, or maybe what's the 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 vision for the business model of uh, home ground eventually what what are you thinking so so home ground is uh, available on uh, three different uh, platforms so it's available on uh, for ios devices android devices and we also have a cloud version which works uh, which you can access through a web version uh, and uh, we we have a subscription model for this uh, so there's a freemium uh, based model where uh, for a free uh, account you have access to all the analytics but uh, for a limited number of uh, uh, videos that you can uh, analyze on uh, but for a, a pro or a premium uh, version you have access to these analytics for for an extended period of time uh, and uh, this is a subscription model so it in terms of us dollars it costs around three three us dollars per user per month i mean that was intentional we wanted to keep it really low uh, so that uh, a lot of a majority of them have access to these and uh, you know like you mentioned the professional side of it they already have i mean when you're playing at a professional level uh, you, they all you already have access to these trainings but a majority of them who are at the amateur or you are try, trying to play pro um, is is where uh, the the gap is. You know, we wanted to solve that by providing them an affordable solution and also which is accessible. So because it's on a smartphone, uh, most of the uh, the majority of the users have access to a smartphone, and you know that's how we want to uh, market and position ourselves. And and we're also targeting uh, initially the cricket academies and uh, cricket institutes. So that's our first target, and then uh, we will uh, drill down into. Um, doing a direct to consumer kind of a solution. No, I, I think that I like a lot the business model that you guys are thinking, mostly because when it comes to uh, there's there's this thing on economics called price discrimination, and it's that it's basically you tie up your types of clients or customers or potential customers, um, and you charge different uh, amounts because not every customer is the same. So that sounds like that is the strategy and i think that is a great one um and, and in terms of like product how are you doing have you have you figured out the the um, the product market fit how it's called meaning that you know that this market um needs this product and that is willing to pay for it and is the product finished i i, I didn't even ask that but is the product finished or have you launched it or are you ready to launch it like what's what's up with the product <laughs> sure so so with the, the product uh, we are at the second version of it i mean we are just out of the working prototype stage um, so the second version is out on ios and android uh, with a limited feature set right there's not a lot of features that we've built uh, i mean again this was just to uh, go out with these features do some value user validation get some user research on uh, and, and understand what, what are the real pain points and uh, then improve the product feature set. So we are in, at that stage where we are running a private beta uh, with around 100 users. 
and uh, you know look uh, getting their feedback we're getting great insights on the product and uh, seeing what value we can provide so that's a that's the learning uh, that, that we are getting out of this uh, and in, in the next two months we we are uh, launching this next version uh, where it'll have an, the additional features in terms of uh, both uh, analytics and and also the building the entire ecosystem where you'll have access to remote coaches and then uh, augmented reality based uh, uh, target practices are also coming up so yeah right now we are pre revenue um, just doing a private beta but yeah the, the roadmap looks uh, good and you know we are, we are sure we are confident that we can achieve that yeah that sounds super interesting and and i'm looking forward to it um in terms of uh long term vision right where we stand with home ground in let's say uh 10 15 years what is the long term vision sure so uh, what we see here is uh, ron and one is uh, the the initial the, the short term vision is basically to have this out on mobile phones so that the ios and android smartphones and have have them uh, you know accessible uh, but with the longer vision is now you have this analytics engine that you have built uh, now where else can we apply this right so the the vision is uh, this can be married uh, with with a uh, with a hardware like a, a 3d depth sensing camera for example and and these devices can be placed at these training sessions and then you can automate the entire uh, capturing and also analyzing uh, the training session and and then we also want to get into performance an analysis uh, of uh, broadcast matches so the, the cricket matches that happen uh, there's a lot of uh, analysis that also happens there and there's a a uh, lot of manual effort also uh, put in to capture and then analyze a code or tag these uh, events so we, we are also seeing a, a lot of uh, uh, application of our uh, analytics engine there as well uh, and then then uh, probably in the next 5 or 10 years we also want uh, the the engine that we are building uh, to integrate with bowling machines so there are bowling machines in cricket where you know it just throws the ball at a particular speed or line or length but now you I, we also want to have that uh, use our analytics engine and make it smart so that you know it's not only throwing these balls at a particular line speed or length but it also is is providing analytics to the end user nice nice um i'm less i'm a little bit less familiar with cricket and uh, the competitive landscape of the sport i know as a fact that cricket is the second most popular sport in the world so i probably should be doing more research around it um but would you mind sharing maybe a little bit of how the competitive landscape in terms of business and technology uh that is being developed or businesses that are being focused on cricket on analytics on performance on insights such as home ground like how uh, how fierce is the competition are there many many people trying to build those technologies or are there some solutions already but focused on other areas that you guys are not focusing meaning different niches and and needs in in the sport or is there less around this because it's an undeveloped market on that side like tell me what you think about the competitions surrounding the sport absolutely i think that there's this we have seen in the last uh, three or four years there's a lot of competition that's coming up uh, in this space specifically in, for for cricket right i mean uh, we we see that you know sports technology in other sports is is already uh, matured and you know you have solutions that have been tried and tested a lot of research that has gone into but uh, in in cricket uh, we've seen that only in the last two or three years is where 
a lot of research has been done and uh, products coming out now uh, after uh, validation and research. Uh, so we, we definitely see uh, competition in this. And uh, we, we also are uh, surprised that it's not just India that is building the solution because, uh, you know, uh, it, the uh, cricket is like very popular here, but we see solutions from from the US, uh, you know, from Europe, uh, from Australia. So that's really nice uh, to see that, you know, a lot of uh, uh, interest in cricket uh, technology and uh, things building up. So we are excited to see what, what uh, you know, the solutions are coming up. That's great. That uh, sounds very uh, exciting for the next upcoming years in, in the sport. And now that I'm thinking, I'm, I mean, super quickly, I'm, I wonder what the upcoming years, but for Santosh look like. I mean, you uh, went into renewable energy, then uh, built an educational platform. Now you're doing one platform for sports. It sounds like you're not going to stop, man. You're, you're going to be solving problems uh, one after the other. Is there any specific um, plan or any area or any industry that you'd like to maybe uh, participate in later off that uh, or, or maybe another side of sport or any other solution for other uh, problems in cricket is there any other plans for you I feel like you're a serial entrepreneur so so you're not going to stop until you solve all the problems that you see uh, but any particular one or two that you have in mind for the next coming years Yeah, so uh, I think it will be in sports, uh, Ron, and I mean, uh, to be honest, uh, uh, I mean, sports and technology both are, are really close uh, to my heart. So both both passionate about both. So I think uh, I, the next, uh, probably the next journey would be in this. Uh, not sure, not thinking about anything else right now. So yeah, for now, I think it will be building solutions for uh, sports, uh, specifically cricket. And then we'll, we'll see if, if any, uh, anything comes up uh, for other sports. You know, I think we'll, we'll be glad to take that up as well. Is cricket your favorite sport? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and what's the second one? The second one is basketball. Okay. Yeah, but, but cricket, okay, so I ma think. Ma yeah. Maybe we'll get to a, uh, a basketball solution On, on our next podcast man so who knows um santosh man it, it, it has been really fun and we've learned so much i always ask a personal question before we wrap it up you know to get to know you a little bit more uh more closely uh and this was one for you maybe this one's a little bit uh funny or weird i don't know but suppose that tomorrow you you get elected as president of india man. i don't know if you guys use president or prime minister not sure But suppose you tomorrow you're elected the leader of uh, of the nation. What would be the first thing that you would do? <laughs> this is this is really a tricky question. <laughs> uh, but I think I mean if that that happens, uh, you know, probably again I'll I'll go back to sports and technology. So I'll, I'll make sure you know uh, every school or every college has uh, sports facilities and you know sports training and uh, you know there's a lot of encouragement for tech in sports as well so i think that that's what i do if, if that 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 happens but yeah <laughs> thank you very much for tuning in if you enjoy this episode hit the subscribe button and leave a review on apple podcasts If you enjoy learning about the business and technology behind sports, make sure you subscribe to the Sports Tech Biz newsletter. I'll leave the link in the show notes. See you all next week. Bye-bye.